Good evening. Welcome to Truthzilla. I'm Megan Sweet here with Scott and Ed. Today we have a really special guest. Melody Kay is a journalist, actor, writer, producer, and a Hollywood refugee living in Manhattan, working to expose elite bloodlines and fight against the hidden hand of global enslavement. Welcome, Mel. Hi, guys. So I'm happy to have you. So excited, for sure. It's yeah. so nice to be around uh, people that actually get what's going on <laughs> once in a while. We're <laughs> totally. a little bit few and far between, it feels like. Yep. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Well, you guys are in Oregon. And yeah. I'm in New York. Well, how's, how's it there? What do you guys face there? Yeah. It's, it's madness. It's madness. We have it's ugly. a Democratic governor trying to enslave us all. <laughs> it's, it's pretty Very, pretty very bad. similar, I'm sure, on that front. Now, are you are your are your friends and neighbors? Are they where are they at in in this uh, this situation? Again, few and far between. Um, you know, there, there's a small. You know, every town, every now and then, like I'll, because I as much as possible. I, I mean, pretty much all the time. I walk into a store without a mask. Every now and then, I'll see another person without a mask, and it's like. Yeah, I've up? been thrown out. <laughs> but, I've been thrown out of two stores with oh. much ado, a whole lot of colorful language, yeah. like doors shut on me. I had to force my way out. Like it's been bad. It's yeah. been bad. I got yeah. told my mask wasn't good enough at yeah. Costco. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's big. <laughs> they had a sheet. They had a sheet of the yeah. three acceptable yeah, masks. Totally, it didn't. It didn't fit oh the criteria. Oh my god! How far are you guys from Portland? About two hours south. Maybe. Oh, good! Thank God for that. I mean, yeah. that's even worse. Yeah. God, so, but what still, happened? such beautiful land up there. You know, you just wonder, like, ah, oh, we let them steal it from under us, and now we got a bunch of lunatics running around, Burn, burning it to the ground yeah, yeah, as exactly. they go. Yes. Yeah. Have you guys had fires near you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Oh I mean, yeah. Yeah. Springfield. Wow, really? Got evacuated part of it. So. Yep. Real close to us. Yeah. We had a whole lot of evacuations. There was like all the fairgrounds near us and some of the schools they were using as like, you know, kind of the hub for people who had been evacuated or lost their homes. You know, it was a great uh, community um, outpouring over there, but it, right. it was just like we were just blanketed with, I mean, smoke. It was just smoke. dead air. Really, I mean, and we didn't see flames here, but I mean, it was just, it was thick. I mean, you couldn't even see across the street you know yeah. at times. Yeah. it was just horrific so snowing you know, ash we were maybe like yep. 12 to right. 16 miles um in from it i think is about when i looked on map thing about 12 miles from where i live in eugene is about how close it got so wow yeah no when i used to live in la um i remember when the la uh fires happened when my last year there i mean the fire comes and it goes so fast yep. people don't realize when the fire hits you gotta run yes. i mean I didn't realize, but like fire is so fast, it's so devastating. And, and to imagine, I mean, you guys, what what do you think? You think that there's a, it was targeted? Yes, yes, yeah. all that. Yes, on purpose. Yeah. Yes, bad forest management on purpose. Yes, all of it. And I totally yeah. think that our governor was behind some of that, or or all of it. The arson. There's no way that right. any of these losers are just out there like starting mass arson fires, right? These are just yeah. like the bottom barrel human beings of the of the earth. And we've got right. this bottom barrel human being as our governor. She's an absolute right. piece of garbage. She's just she's vile. She's a vile. I know, but they're they're all involved they're all part of the um they're all, you know, slaves to mm -hmm. the uh to the one world order. I mean they are. They're working for them. They're trying to destroy, uh, in my opinion, they're trying to get, um, they're trying to destroy our country to the point that we beg for the UN to save us. Yes, mm -hmm. yep. totally. We don't understand yeah. that we, we, we get, I mean, we don't, we do, but the truth is that this is a plan. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a, it's a mass, yeah. mass plan that, um, for them, cause we can talk about it, but 
when we look at what's really going on, you know, all of us discuss it all the time. The Rockefeller University put out 10 years ago um, what was going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. And then when you look up these color revolutions and all this stuff going on, this is the uh, George Soros uh, regime change playbook. Big time. So, you know, where, so they're hitting everywhere where it counts. Like in Oregon, uh, the land counts. Most people there are outdoors people. There's a lot of industry that has to do with it. So they're destroying that. In Manhattan, they've destroyed the entire restaurant, Broadway, mm. tourism, hotels. I mean, destroyed, you know, and it's like it's, like it's all targeted by, like, they have, like, their team. <laughs> their team in Oregon, you know, and, and it's true. And, you know, it's only if you say to people, the scary part is you guys are where I am, where there's, like, rabid Trump haters. Yes. Like, yeah. That are, are blind. It's because, you know what, it's not about Trump. It's not about Trump. <laughs> right. Uh, if people can't see that it's not about Trump, then... You know, they, they, they're willfully blind, willfully blind. But I mean, it's just, it's interesting how like where you are, it's fires, you know, where I am, it's industry mm-hmm. and culture and hospitality, you know, also, and if you go through all the, all these different places, Chicago, it's like mass gang violence, mm-hmm. you know, if you, so it's just like, if you go anywhere, it's kind of like geared towards destroying the specific place. Interesting. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. In Portland, right up north there, too. I mean, that they had the riots going for over 100 days. Um, I, are they still going at this point? I'm not sure. The uh, fire's kind of broken up, are. I think, a little bit. But, uh, you know, I think there's a real case to be made that Portland's, they, they were gearing it for a smart city just like they are in New York. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's yeah. just getting destroyed. Go ahead. Well, and I was right. just going to say, and I wonder, too, with them letting, uh, what's his name out on? Uh, oh, million, Chauvin. That's Derek it, Chauvin. On million-dollar bond, if that's... So my immediate question was, all right, well, who bailed him out? George Soros. Right. Soros. Exactly. exactly. Soros has to have been. Um, right. Right. And and is he going to just Well, the be- whole, the whole act blew. The, the point is that, like, you know, I always talk about how Soros uses his whole MO. as like, you can't attack me. But all you have to do is scrape back the surface and look on the Open Society um, website or go to the website of, I bet, your governor or whoever, and it's going to link to all these people. Yes, exactly what's happening in Portland is happening in New York and Chicago. And it's about the smart cities. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like well, I feel like Cuomo and de Blasio already signed on Bill Gates and Eric Schmidt sure, sure. to uh, take everything over here. I'm sure. And, you know, too. every day we're, we're seeing like different things. It seems like Con Edison and Spectrum and all these companies are constantly working all over New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not being fooled. I mean, our, our governor is so like grandiose. But he doesn't even get that he's telling us that he's inviting in um, Eric Schmidt and Bill Gates and the whole good group from the UN and, and the Council of Foreign Relations and everything to reimagine New York. Well, I, I don't recall him asking the people of New York if we want it to be reimagined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, I don't understand how they're getting away with it in Portland, though. So very, I, I really don't get it. I, I really, it's it, the, the people of Portland, the real people. I mean. They have no option to fight back. Well, well they have been. They, they have they been. sure been they sure as hell try. Um, yeah. And I mean, and you know how it is though with the with the media. Like they just get anytime anybody steps up for what's right, they shut right. it down. They yeah. completely just completely. It's like it's like social blasphemy essentially. You yeah. cannot stand up against 
what is right. You can't speak up against the violence or the burning or people being hurt, and or they pull their wild card, you know, their racist uh, card out, you know, that we're fascist, that, you know, and I just, I was going off about this last week, like, you know, uh, our governor is puts huge amounts of propaganda behind, like, when anybody tries to help in these cities, you know, whether it be, you know, the them deputizing, uh, you know, for federal marshals or whether it has to do with, like, the Proud Boys coming in. We have Patriot Prayer come in here. And she has, I mean, the, the political atmosphere and the political ideology here is so absolutely counterintuitive to just even normal humanity. It, uh, right. it, it, it's, it's just so obvious to me. It's, it's so blatantly obvious. And, right. uh, and she just, she just feeds it, feeds it, feeds it. And, and really though, the people who come in to stand up, they're, they're doing a good thing, you know, and that's the big argument that we keep having here. What I keep hearing other people say is that, you know, well, they don't have any right to be here because it, they're, they're not defending something that belongs to them. And I'm like, the hell it doesn't belong to them. Because <laughs> this is our nation. When they're defending us on another, in another country, then oh. they're okay with it. Yeah, but, but I'm not okay with them burning down the streets in a place where I still want to take my kids. And I'm not okay with them doing what they did yeah. in Eugene, you know, whatever, a few months. But you know what I mean? Like, yes, we need them to come and stand up. That is the right thing. And that's what we do, right? This... You take politics out of it as human beings, we stand right. up for what's right, period. It doesn't right. matter anything else. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You do not have to have all kinds of theological backing to understand right and wrong. And that's really the whole perversion, I feel like, that happens here. It's just so clear is that Kate Brown here would like to, she's completely flipped the script and made this you know, criminal mentality be the norm. And then in fact, that this is what we want. And she she essentially celebrates these people. And even the mayor of Portland, right? He was yeah. in the riots. He was, he was out there rioting, rioting with, with them. them. Yeah, so, yeah and they really loved him. He's such they? a what winner. Yeah. But, but honestly, these people don't realize, that, first of all, our, my, my governor and mayor are on the same page as your governor and mayor. He rounded up a bunch of Jews last night at a, it was a children's play in Brooklyn mm. that had about 200 children that weren't socially distanced, but wearing masks, but what, you know, and the parents weren't, and the, the cops came and rounded them up. Cops never showed what? up with Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah, my. if you guys watch it, it looks like Germany God. or Poland in the 40s. What? They rounded them up, and, and these, shit. first of all, these Jews believe in God, and they believe yeah. that the virus is a virus. Yes. And they, you know, whatever they believe, they're, they're, they are entitled to the right uh, of of every human, uh, every person in America, which is the Bill of Rights. Yes. And, you know, and in my mind, it should have been um, our, our leaders uh, coming to us and saying, here's what's going on, here's what you need to do, and, you know, blah, 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 and treating us as we are, adults and equals to them. They're not treating us like we're no. equals to no, them. No. They're treating us like we're children. And what they should have done, in my opinion, especially if so many friends lost restaurants, let alone all yeah. the jobs, you know, just a million things. They should have said, okay, here's the, here's what we know. And, you know, prepare, prepare yourself, your business, your life, whatever. If you don't feel comfortable going outside or going somewhere, you know, don't go. Yep. If you feel like you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You know, it became that the healthy people and the people just trying to live their lives became criminals. Where like all the people that are following them or anti-bomb Black Lives Matter somehow are the are the the people that that our government is backing. They're backing people that are doing, you know, are it's are amazing. bucking the norm of law and order while all of us sit there. This also has a lot to do with um, I believe it's the same playbook. Like I said, I think that these guys got together at their little Democratic George Soros 
multi-million dollar fundraiser in New York or LA, whichever. And they got together and they sat around with the guys from Silicon Valley and these governors and mayors and probably few people from the CCP since they're running the UN. Mm-hmm. And they, they went with the Rockefeller playbook that they wrote out yeah, and their yeah. color revolution. And each person is looking at their population and strategically planning every single part to absolutely directly hurt their constituents. Yes. So I think when I look at each of these uh, like imploding cities, I look at the, you. Oh, I've been doing it lately because finally um, this might be, I, I can only hope for all of us that, you know, I feel the same way about your mayor and my governor uh, as you guys do about yours mm-hmm. and all of them. I think yep. they're all connected. Yes. Right? Yep. I really believe that these people are the same people that, you know, sit at the Council of Foreign Relations and laugh about not giving the Ukraine money that yeah. we, you know, the yeah. whole thing with, with Joe Biden, yep. Jewett, that was at the Council of Foreign Relations. He's laughing and they're all clapping mm-hmm. when he's basically saying he's bribing them to protect his son. And nobody, and they're like, blah, blah. well, those are the same people that think we need to be treated like children. Yeah. And, you know, this never should have been. They completely ignored the Bill of Rights. But I talk to people a lot about that, um, Stop me whenever. No, you're uh, good. No, you're good. <laughs> I talk to people a lot about the Act of 1871, which everyone needs yep. to look up. Yep. They usurped our Constitution, and all these people in Washington, D.C. are functioning off of a faux Constitution. Mm-hmm. They have no right to, to edict laws. And I feel like every step they make, look, I don't know what to think of Bill Barr or Durham or any of these people anymore. I, I have zero faith. I'm trying to, and I... You know, I follow everything. I'm not, I don't follow one thing, but I do my, I do my own research. And all I'm saying is there's plenty of things so far that both of our mayors and governors should be arrested for. Oh, so much so. You know, this is not we the people. This is not for us. It's it's literally like crimes. Sorry to interrupt you. It's literally literally crimes against humanity. On a day-to-day basis, from our elected officials, they've completely come over and and just become absolute. Like, we're living in Fahrenheit 451, George Orwell, and we have these bleary-eyed governors with this crazy, maniacal laughter, I feel like, with just the flames behind them. And they're just like, fuck yeah, the fall of America, this is what we're here. And I mean, it's so blatant. It's so blatant. But we're letting them do it, is the part part that pisses me off. Okay, we're like waiting, like, okay, what what is Kate Brown going to tell us? that we get to do this week right what are we allowed to do like every week week to week it's like what are they going to tell us we're allowed to do and i feel like we do it i don't know if you guys do but we do i mean in new york you're walking outside whatever we do it because we don't want our friends that own restaurants and businesses to suffer anymore i mean well what they've done to the restaurant i mean that's the bread and butter here first of all the hotels they've all rented out to the homeless people of course there's no treatment or help so they're just, they, apparently, um, de Blasio has already spent since March $200 million putting homeless people in hotels. And he's putting them in Marriott's huh. and in W hotels. But, and but in, we weren't taking care of our homeless before COVID. We were just letting them rot and die on the streets with needles in their arms. No problem. It's not right. their problem. But but now we're going to help. Right. Oh, okay. Just right. check well, Yeah, of, of course. course. Right. And and that's the other thing, of course. But, the, you know, look at the whole homeless thing itself in our both of our states. It's, it's so out of control, and it's, it's not a priority. That tells you everything you need to know. Sure. And like you were saying, crime against humanity, I am positive when we look back on this, 
the toll it has taken in terms of suicide and overdose are going to be leaps and bounds above anything, anyone dying of COVID and COVID-related illness. Because, you know, I mean, people, we in our country, we completely gave up on the mentally ill about 10 years ago. Uh, you know, everyone gave up on the homeless about 10 years ago. I mean, obviously, you know, it's all connected to this. I, I believe Barack Obama the whole time and, and then Hillary Clinton would have been. This was all going to ceding our sovereignty to the U.N., um, that's who these people are working for. And most people don't even know right now, because a lot of people don't do their research like we do. I mean, most people don't know that the UN, almost every single important agency in the UN is run by a Chinese national right now. Yeah, I was listening you know, so that. if you go on, this is something you'll be like, get out of here. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, first of all, they were never supposed to be in it. But uh, the older Bush brought him in and then you know then bill clinton selling them our farmland and all our ports and then and i'm not saying that chinese people are bad the chinese people are just like probably us yes. and and that's where we're at now where it's like we're all being dominated at the same time by the same people and it's very easy to see who their loyalty is to and it's not to america and it's not to us we the people have to figure out how to take back this country because you know, and 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 then the gun laws. What are your gun laws like? Um, it's are they right. fair? I mean, you guys have a lot of la- like. I always say to people, I drove cross country. You can't tell people in the middle of like, you know, a rural America that they can't have a firearm. I mean, it's totally insane. But um, in New York, we can't have guns. You know that, right? Yeah. So they're letting people out of Rikers, and uh, you know. After sundown, the people here are scared to go outside right now in Midtown Manhattan. You know, there's homeless everywhere and it's growing every day because the middle class can't afford rent here. Mm -hmm. Um, Most people that are stuck here can't afford to leave. And at the same time, they're letting people out of Rikers, putting them up in Times Square hotels for real. And and then they're emboldened. These criminals know. So, you know, we, we can't have guns or anything. Well, you know, I have friends like ordering like, you know, hunting knives because it's yes. at that point where, yes. you know, yeah. the, the criminals in New York City are so emboldened. Nobody even got arrested during the Black Lives Matter marches and they were very violent. Yes. Yes. What they were showing on TV of Portland did look like New York City for a little while mm-hmm. until Cuomo got embarrassed. You know, it was more about him than about us. Sure. But, well, that whole thing know. to release the yeah. to release these violent criminals into the street like that. They're not letting out the people who have like marijuana-related crimes, right? We're not letting out the people who we have nothing to fear from, right? We're not letting out. So this is, and by the way, so most everywhere it's legal now, but they're going to still suffer and pay. But we're letting out the violent criminals. We're letting out the rapists. We're letting out the child predators. And don't think that that people who tell me that that's oh they're just trying to make like they it's so they're so lost to the lies. And I'm like. Focus with me for two minutes. Let's, right, let's right. just break this down because we're talking like we've all been demoralized. We're all being traumatized. This psyop to like you're talking about them, you know, really targeting like restaurants and like the, the family businesses and all that. That's that's total agenda to drive us further. And now we've got Newsom in California just what, yesterday or the day before oh, talking about God. how people need to mask up in between bites at restaurants. I saw. I saw. Gavin <laughs> Newsom is so compromised and yeah. so owned. Every All the politicians in California yeah. and, and all these people are so compromised and blackmailed and and made secret deals. And I mean, that's not an accident. But at the same time with what you're saying about 
you know, they these these draconian, they have no like these rules that they're making, wear a mask between flights. Yeah. Like here, you can wear a mask, walk it, you have to wear a mask sitting at a restaurant outside, but you can get up and walk on the sidewalk, you know, three, <laughs> like one foot away and you can take it off. Not, not, not for too much longer if they have their way though. Cause here's the thing. And I, and I know we all know this, but this is just about dehumanizing us. Mm -hmm. They do not want us to us, separating it's us. So you know, easy. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, a part of me is also, if you look back to, um, I think I talked about this the other day. I was really obsessed with this woman, Hannah Arendt, who wrote uh, Origins of Totalitarianism and this book called uh, Eichmann in Jerusalem, The Banality of Evil. Mm. And, you know, the whole concept of the banality of evil was it was the people that were working at the concentration camps that were evil, you know, that, that because they didn't think they were. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's all the, like that when they were committing evil, they were just in their minds following orders. Right. Yep. Well, that's where we're getting now with our contact tracers, it, it, you know, and then for me, I mean, it's very, it seems very clear to me that, uh, cause I, like you said, I've been saying, what was the criteria to let people out of jail in, in, in Seattle, in Portland, in LA, in New York? What, what was the criteria? Did they happen to be in any groups? or gangs in, in, in prison that they were, you know, trained and, and conditioned while in there, because I know they weren't letting out elderly people that, you know, served their sentence and were no longer a risk. Right. I mean, yeah. they weren't letting out, you know what I mean? Like, low, it didn't look like it was really, these were bad criminals and they're all getting arrested again. And in New York, they're not even keeping them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they send them right back out. And, uh, so and then, like, they're locked up for petty crime. And, and that's the, that's the huge, if, if you knew nothing else about this agenda, if you only saw that, that, how is that not the biggest red flag in the world that we're, that we're literally that, and that's what these governors are doing to me. That's just the, the, the further proof that they're unleashing chaos into our streets. And that's part right. of it too, is number one to divide us in two, cause they're going to push people at some point, the, the people who are standing up for what's right are going to stand up and they're going to stand up right. hard. And that's what they need. Cause really what we need is we need everyone to be united. So we can right. be against this common enemy. And well, we need to we need to also that. take ourselves out of the um, that this is about Trump mm -hmm. or Biden. Right. You know, this is the first time in my life that I've said to people, if you don't know, if you don't want to vote for either, either please don't vote. You know, this isn't a because I'm telling you, and and you know, we're all this is all proof. I bet you if we got somebody on here from Illinois, somebody on here from Pennsylvania, Jersey, you know, any of the Ohio. Any of these democratically run, really liberal bastions, not only were they funded and um, put in office by the same people, but they also go to the same conferences, the same meetings, the same, you know, I know that um, Rahm Emanuel ran a whole thing for smart cities for mayors. I mean, you, you guys and I know that the concept of the smart city is the UN agenda 2030, yeah, 2030 that baby. wants all of us living in smart cities uh, by 2050 latest and, and them taking over all the land, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and everything and having us in smart cities. That's part of, you know, what everything, like you're saying, they're burning down our cities to start over. Yes. Yep. And while they're burning it down, you know, I heard that they put, um, sensors all over the ground in, um, Times Square during the lockdown because they're planning for us. I mean, I, I hear Cuomo saying he's going to be the first, um, totally COVID-free state. 
Well, what does that mean? That means he's going to be of the first state that's mandatory vaccines. Okay. But most people don't get what he's saying. And, you know, and to me, so they're putting sensors on the ground. They're putting up these lights. We know nothing. We know nothing really about the 5G whole thing. I know that there's stuff going on all over the streets all the time by these electric companies and Internet companies. I don't know what it is. But I do know slowly but surely the city is becoming 1975 and everyone that can leave is leaving, yes. you know, and then and then that housing is going to sl- go down, crash in the market. And then guess what's going to happen in our cities? Amazon's going to move in yep. and Facebook and Google and Cisco and, you know, all the and then they're going to have their employees live in our cities. Yeah. And by that point, we will all be like, what happened? <laughs> if we're not if we're not in FEMA camps, yeah. so you know, it's like it's now or never that people start to realize like we're not conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Right? There's too many coincidences, <laughs> and even though you're in Oregon and I'm in New York, yeah. the playbook seems to be pretty similar, yes. just geared towards the constituents. It's it's honestly right now, they, bless you. It's honestly right now, like we the people are ceding our power. Yeah. yeah and you know, and it's only people like us, and you know how we all get attacked, you know, all the time. I get a, today I did a show this morning about um, you know, something people don't want me to talk about, which is the Fed, and it YouTube banned it already, and it's, wow. it has a warning already on Twitter. I did it this morning with Charlie Ward. Wow, <laughs> incredible. That's how you know. That's what I tell like everyone yeah. who I talk to. I'm just like, look, when it, when they put a warning on it, when they say it's, you know, fact, fact check, check, false it, information, yeah. missing content, I'm like, yeah. it totally isn't. And just look deeper because yeah. that's, right. that's the you goal, know what right? I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying, hello, the Fed is a private bank. Yep. We own the IRS. Totally. We pay our taxes to them. <laughs> we pay 20% of our taxes to this day to the crown in the city of London. <laughs> And this is all facts. Anyone can find these facts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And bam, I, it, we, you know what it said? It didn't even say false information. It said it was dangerous. Yes. Dangerous, oh. dangerous information. And that is, I mean, I'm laughing about it now, but in truth, like in my heart, I'm so like, like I'm a spiritual woman. All right. I believe that God is who he said that he is. And so I have, like, I have my faith in the Lord, but I also know that like this, I'm speaking for myself, but this isn't home, right? We're not meant to be here forever. And I feel like that's part of this whole you know, agenda on the other side. And I was so, so, my head was exploding when I was listening to you on the uh, Liberty Advisor. And you were talking about like Eve and Cain and the Canaanites. And I was like, she's like putting everything that I kind of like intuitively know and like all these little pieces that, you know how like the web slowly come together and you're saying all this, I'm like, oh my gosh, please tell me more. I need to know more. It's just, it's (laughs) mind blowing. But also um, I go back to like, you know, this, this place isn't meant to be permanent for us. So, I mean, I feel like that, God's people, like, yes, we win, but, like, also we need to understand, like, the earth is in our home, right? So we win, but right. not forever here. And what does forever right. And also, mean? what does winning mean? Right. You know, it. to me, it's more what does winning mean? Right. To, you know, at this point, I just want um, for, you know, people to have their country back and to realize, like, the, to go back and look at the original Constitution that got usurped without our without our permission. Yes. You know, in 1871, they signed in a new Constitution that in the District of Columbia, and everyone that works in in Washington knows that, and every American person basically doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and what they put in there was the also the Fed. People mm-hmm. don't know that they're not paying their taxes to our government; they're pay, paying it to a private bank run by the City of London. 
which is not even London, because London's totally screwed. I mean, England's screwed too by it, mm-hmm. and Italy. You know, it's the District of Columbia, the Bank of London, which is the Royals Bank, mm-hmm. not the Bank of the City of London, the Vatican. Mm-hmm. These are three, they're a team. They're the new world order hub. Yes. And they're running this world right now. And the reason they're running this world is because they have a monopoly on the money. Mm-hmm. And we've allowed this. And I think, you know, people really, I, I think the, the biggest reason that uh, the hate and vitriol from the media and politicians and all this is because the people spreading the hate are guilty of terrible crimes, yes. be it the crimes at Epstein yep. Island and all these royal castles all over the place or in Canada in the Aborigine areas and or all of that but also you know of crimes like bribery and you know Trump wants to put it all out there you know why they want Biden to win because he's a puppet the minute he wins they will end all of these investigations yes how is it possible that we live in a country where it only came out two days ago that there's confirmation that Brennan wrote notes that Hillary Clinton invented the uh, Russian scandal three and a half years ago so that these existed this whole time what kind what kind of evil demons and the problem is they don't even think about us Mm. what they've done to our country and us over the last three years, they don't care. We don't matter and we don't exist. These people, they go to Davos, they go to Bilderberg, they go to Council of Foreign Relations, they go to all these galas and all these foundation dinners and we're the ones paying for it. And guess what? They don't even care about us. If we can't serve their agenda, then we don't matter. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they've been running this all through Obama. They plan to run it all through Hillary. She's at the top of it. But at the same time, you know, I do believe that uh, this whole world, thank God, is there's more of us than there are them. Yeah. But um, what we need to start doing is, and I talked to somebody about this today, it's like nobody wants to get into politics even, but these people came and they went into our local politics. Yes. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> point of the Agenda 2030, right. Agenda 21. It's all local up. Right. Yeah. Just like the schools. Yeah. You know, when you have a child and you're thinking, okay, they're learning this in school. And then you see like a little here, a little there, and you think it's probably not that bad. Yeah. And then you wake up and you realize you don't even know your kid because they've been taught everything is the opposite. Yes. And, and you kind of are like, wait a minute, because we trusted schools because when we grew up, we actually <laughs> learned stuff. Now, you know, once, um, once Bill Gates trotted in on his horse and gave everyone, every school in America, his computers that also included giving him your data, your child's data and going on common core and making a generations of now like robotic children that grow into robotic 20 something Antifa and black lives matter activists that really don't have logical. And, you know, they, they don't, they don't read the books we read growing up. They, they, they read handouts, you know, they, 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 they spend all their time trying to pass tests. So those tests are only giving them information that they're going to retain. It's just, it, it's been such a big bubble, but like, it's like, we got to get involved where we can, yes. you know, for us, we have the guts to go out there and talk about it yep. because, uh, you know, I'm getting banned all over. I, I don't make any money. I just yeah. do it because I find it fascinating. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I was so intimidated to like when we first started and this is like our 19th week and even still like I, I literally like it's getting better now to have like a trail of sweat going down my back and they know because I have like this little minor freak out every week and I say minor yeah. and that could go from like zero to like 150 because I get yeah. like stress going on here but, but the truth of the matter is like when we were first doing this too 
there was so much hate. Like I have never experienced yeah. my life. So yeah. much hideous yeah. ugliness coming at all of us. But I'll speak for me to the point where it, it's gotten to yeah. the point now where, you know, and like my whole life, I feel like I always got like shunned. Like I always was told, you have a big mouth. You have a big mouth right. on you, girl. You have a big mouth, yeah, girl. Like right. I was always like so shamed for having an opinion. And now I'm just like, I've been called everything in the book, told that I should be sacrificed, alive, dial this. I've got neighbors telling my kids I'm a racist. Don't go out with any bloodlines. Oh, so now I'm just like, I, now I'm going to be loud about everything because nothing yep. anyone can say anymore is going to hurt my feelings. They've already done that. So now I'm just going to say the truth. That's yep. it. That's it. It's like, guess what? Well, what do we have to lose platform? at this point? You know? You know? Yes. And, and I, like I said, I wasn't kidding when I gave all the girls a shout out because I've been saying this for years. I'm, I've always had it much harder. I think women are very, are incredibly mean, way meaner. Yeah. To, and, you know, manipulative and say things that go right to the heart. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and at this point, I just feel like getting the message out, like we are, is more important because even if, yeah. like, let's say, you know, 200 people see this, well, if 50 of them go and look up what we're saying, mm -hmm. you know, or think, like, what is that about? Or what's that about? Then, then we are doing something. That's and, it. you know, every day I pray in the morning I, with my multiple backgrounds. And I, I, just, I just hope that, like, what I'm saying is real and true because I want to put out the truth. Yes. Totally. Uh, yep. You know, and, and that is really important to me. And a lot of this, um, like we were talking before about the evil thing, it's like a lot of people don't want to believe that evil exists. Yeah. People don't want to believe that de Blasio knew that there was a risk putting those elderly people in a nursing home. I mean, this yeah. COVID people in a nursing oh. home. But you know, but I think I think that's so, I think that that's been the agenda of the rulers of the world from from the beginning of time. My belief is like they they want us to be spiritually disconnected. That's the point of mind control. That's the point of the indoctrination. The further away they can get us from what is true, the further away they can get us from our spiritual center, the easier we are to corrupt and to just become these little zombies because you can't think for yourself if you've, you know, you've got this hardened pineal gland, you've got, you know, a total disconnect, you know, spirit mind you know, there's a lot of super intelligent people that can't blossom in their gifts and they can't give they can't even stand with what they've been given and and really be fruitful in it because they're so completely perverted and ruined within you know right and 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 we're in debt you know everyone's in debt everyone's worrying about what's next nobody can try to pursue it anymore i was lucky when i was young because i would do a b job and this and that to get to a place where i could make a living but yeah. it took a long time but that's not an option anymore, and it's not an option for most people, especially if you have children. Yep. And, you know, we're saddled by the stud, A, that we shouldn't be. And and more than that, there's plenty of money. You know, like you're saying that the... Uh, then we can let the guys talk. We should probably have a girls' night. Oh, this but, this um, was the goal. We wanted you two totally. to just go back and forth, dude. We knew it was going to be like this. We're so stoked. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, no, but really, I mean, I mean but we, we got to take a step back and think in terms of what is winning this war? Because it's a spiritual battle. It is. And, you know, every day, like they rounded up the Jews last night. They might as well have rounded up the Christians. You know, yes. it's, it's yeah. anyone, you know, all the, even, even the, like all the Abrahamic, they don't, they are against God yes. is the bottom line. And, you know, it's hard for people to believe, but I follow the, the what I call it now is the military back channel known as 17. And it has been, um, it has it, it said many times to look up these bloodlines, follow the bloodlines, follow the families. Why are these certain people worth four or five trillion dollars here and there? And then, as we all know, it ends up being the same group of people mm -hmm. that's in all of this. Yeah, Gates or Rockefeller or, you know, um, Rothschild or Bronfman or 
you know, then you all connect it back to Epstein and then Wexner and then this. They're all the same people and they're all in these same societies and groups and foundations, Soros, uh, Gates, Warren Buffett, all the tech guys. It's them. It's them. We know who they are. We know. And they have decided that there's just too many of us on this planet. That's it. I don't know if you guys know about like the Georgia Guidestones. I firmly believe that Ted Turner put them there. over the 500 million. Well, they're right here at CNN. Uh, in Atlanta, and he owns a ranch there, and he was the first big funder of the um, United Nations Foundation, and I don't know if you guys heard my whole thing about the United Nations, uh, their spiritual partner is the Lucis Trust. Yeah, yeah I was actually going to ask you to break that down a little bit. got to look it up. You I, won't believe it. Yeah. You will, it will blow your mind yeah. that we don't know this. Yep, that, I was it looking at this. It is based on the tenets of Lucifer. And yet we have, and then I have people literally in my circle that will hear that and be like, that's not a thing. Or, or I I really, what I really love are the people that accept the whole Luciferian thing, but they completely deny the absence of God. I'm like, where are we going? What is happening here to my, what is, where's the logic? Where, you know, um, it's really scary. I, when you were talking about that, I was on my phone and pulling up other windows. I'm like Googling. You can get in there for hours. Oh my gosh. Because the thing is that, so, so this woman, Alice Bailey, mm-hmm. she um, started Lucifer Publishing. Yes, yep. and it's Satan Publishing, Satan's Publishing. Yep. And um, she is, she run, her, her foundation, you know, is Lucis Trust. Mm-hmm. They changed their name because they thought Lucifer was too obvious. Mm-hmm. And the meditation room at the United Nations, about 10 blocks from where I am, is the Lucis Trust meditation room mm-hmm. at the UN yep. right now. Yep. and everything that they have on their thing is absent of god there is no reference to god anywhere at the un because it is not a un based um i mean it's not a god-based um judeo-christian or even spiritually based foundation there the foundation is this loose's trust which came from this other woman blavatsky who Mm -hmm. was uh hitler's um, occult, you know, priestess, mm-hmm. and and this is a fact, and they all know it. Yep. And there's a whole school out of it called the Arcane School by the UN, and they're all over the planet. Yep. And they're all run by the UN, and all you have to do is Google it. They're, they're not ashamed. That's the best part of that about these people. Once you start doing research, you just can connect the names, and they'll yep. take you to the next one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, I was I was poking around on the Lucius uh, Trust website for all of you folks listening. It's uh, Lucius trust.org i believe what it is um yeah it's at the un <laughs> and then it's, it's at the un yeah 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 but their website is just fascinating like they have this thing called the great invocation i love how everything right. now is like the great this the great reset the this <laughs> and that so they have this great invocation and in the invocation they keep referring to this thing called capital l light well we all know what that is the light bringer right it is right? it is and then it they, is. They, re- they reference christ in the great invocation but with an asterisk behind it and it says at the bottom you can substitute this for whatever you want it doesn't have to be christ right, right? well and, i mean the antichrist yeah, yeah totally. it's totally crazy yeah. and but the, the worst part is that it's paid for a hundred percent by the rockefeller family the rockefeller family is is one of the bloodline families yeah. They truly are, you know, basically they run all the banks, they run the Fed, they run the UN, they are planning for a one world government. It's been a hundred year plan. Yep. Hillary Clinton was supposed to win. Yes. And COVID was coming with or without Trump. Yep. yep. And if for no other reason to vote for Trump, it's because Hillary 
would have used those FEMA camps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That they planned sure. for. Sure. Hillary, totally. would have, we would have the 2 million dead. Yeah. The, the plan for COVID was planned 10 years ago yes. by the Good Group and the Rockefeller Foundation, yep. and they put it all out. You know, um, they patented these tests three years ago, yep. Yep. you know, for COVID-19, yep. which shouldn't have even been named yet. Right. You know, so it's it's all you have to do is kind of, when you go from that loosest trust, then you look at who the donors are. They're Ted Turner, they're Rockefeller, they're Bill Gates is one of the biggest donors to yep. the loosest trust and his father. You know, and then you jump from there and then you go to, oh, the World Health Organization, who's mm -hmm. the biggest donor, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. And then it's like Warren Buffett and Rockefeller and, you know, this guy and that guy, all the same people. Yes. And then you keep looking and you keep looking and it's all the same people. This is why we've been told by, I believe, General Flynn is really the, the, main, the main person dripping out, you know, crumbs to, mm -hmm. to really look at or somebody connected to them, which I, I love them all. And uh, I think that this is really where the, I think it's the belly of the beast is uh, this the whole UN, their philosophy, their one world government. If you look at the World Monetary website, mm -hmm. World Monetary Fund or um, the IMF I'm or yeah. any of these international organizations, the WHO, anywhere. See, they're all going to say something about the Great Reset. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. the Great Reset was planned 10 years ago, yep. and it's yeah. expected it in 2020. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, World Economic Forum has their own podcast. Um, and it's, <laughs> I it, started it's, listening to it. It's been terrifying. To it. it's, all, it's horrible. It's so bad. It's all about yeah. like Aren't the... Aren't so the, evil? I, they think that we don't... Listen, to them, we are worker ants. Yes. It's like, it's we do not things. exist to them. And I'm telling you, it's some kind of cult-like mentality yes. where they believe truly these people, and it's probably, I say about, if I said like Bilderberg, Davos, Council of Foreign Relations, and like, you know, the the whole Bill Gates contingency at the UN, what is it, about 3,000 people on this planet mm -hmm. that decided that they get to decide yeah. who yeah. lives on this planet, how we live, how we're governed, and any sovereignty they believe is a distraction from their goals. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't elect any of them, but they've, they've co-opted all the money and with the, with their private bank that most people don't know is a private bank yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. that controls every single dollar we send to the government is controlled by a foreign owned bank. Yeah. Totally. And them. So it's, since we have you here, I, I think we, we have to have you touch a little bit on the Pesar family. Yeah. We've heard you talk a lot about oh that. This and is why I like got the, in trouble this like morning. The, that's, no, no. that's like the, the hand behind the hand, like the, the, the hidden, right. hand, yeah, the the hidden, hidden hand. hand. Like it's like when I first, I first came across your research, uh, listening to Tinfoil Hat, Sam Tripoli's. Yeah. I remember yeah. where I was at. I remember, I think I was at the gym and I was like sitting there yeah. doing exactly like Sam was doing, just going, oh my God, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> totally, totally, you know what I mean? Totally. And, and, uh, but it's like, I've been looking at this stuff for a long time and I had never come across the name Pesor or Seed and Color. Oh, that's, so, that's uh, so, by design. So, um, yeah, I mean, and Sam got killed and this morning I did, a, I did something about it, but the truth is Pesor is a made up last name. It means paymaster. Mm -hmm. And basically, the whole story and it connects to that act of 1871 mm -hmm. and the you know i don't people don't know that the rockefeller uh, and when i say the rothschild family i mean the whole bloodline there's 12 mm -hmm. families they believe that they rule the world and that we're all inferior and um that they can control us it's the same families that it's been for the last hundred years anyway they um so what uh this story is it's very hard to find information on them on purpose um this is a very you know, this is something that most people 
if they dug into it, it's, it's a lot of research, but you can find it mm -hmm. and it is there. And there's a reason that people have been taken this way. Um, first of all, the uh, Rothschild family first bailed out uh, the Vatican. So what people have to know is that the Vatican took a loan from these people, mm -hmm. just like after the Civil War, America did. So a lot of this comes from um, those two strategic moves. But basically what happened was um, after the French Revolution, which was financed by the same bloodline bankers, both sides, uh, uh, King Louis and Marie Antoinette were beheaded and their 12, two year old son was put into prison. Now, the, the reason that this matters is because the, of the bloodlines, the royal family of France was supposed to be the superior bloodline that would create the Antichrist. Now, listen, I know we don't believe this, mm -hmm. <laughs> right. but, but I'm convinced do. by my research that they do. Yeah. And by what I know happened on Epstein Island and in all these castles and in upstate California and in Arizona, I, I, I'm led to believe that this is true. Uh, anyone can do their own research. I also believe Stanley Kubrick told us it was true. Uh, and I went to film school, so like he was, I was like, I know he's right and I know they murdered him. Yeah. But anyway, but we, that's a whole nother show. Sure. But, <laughs> but anyway, so what happened was um, that two-year-old son had, had this special blood. I think it's called Mar Mar Marvinian. Marvinian. And they yeah. were the yeah. highest bloodline. So when you look at that, the, the, when it says who feeds the eye mm -hmm. or the top of the uh, triangle, mm -hmm. when it's like the bloodline Illuminati or whatever, it always says the top family. Well, nobody knows who they are. Well, anyway, so the prince, who's now the surviving heir of the royal family, was um, smuggled out, replaced with a sick child who died. So everyone thought he died. And he was educated and then taken to um, England, to King George, uh, when he was 19 years old. And the guy who ran the money, who was named George Paysor, mm. but in those days, it was Paymaster, this man George. So he ran the money for the French royal family, who was the top of the food chain and still is apparently and um so anyway so he gave him part of virginia company which was america before america um before the uh, revolution and then he gave him 600 acres in north carolina he gave him a boat and a staff and sent him and now he changes his name to daniel pesor mm. changes george pesor's name to george bayshore they come to america north carolina and move in with the Bodhi family, which is also a bloodline. And um, from there on, they started building all the railroads. They own all the land around the railroads. They made a deal with the government that, I uh, remember, they had all the money and all the know-how, because but, he, but they didn't know that they, who they were dealing with. So basically, they came in with a plan with the King of England and the heir of the King of France, Prince Louis, and they built America underneath our noses. And then after they lost um, the South, he brought the Pesor family brought down this Leroy Springs Springsteen, another Rothschild family from North uh, from New Jersey, and he started running all the Pesor families. So that's when the name started to get lost. Mm -hmm. And there, and and the original Pesor, had, his son only had daughters. 
So they all married and took the new names. But to this very day, the Pesor family basically owns every railroad, every 300 of the 500 S&P corporations. They, uh, they started through their railroad company, the OSS, which became mm -hmm. the CIA. Yep. They started uh, the, the post office. They started uh, AT&T, Western Union. So it was all because they bought, they started building the railroads, but then they owned all the steel companies. They owned all the companies that mm -hmm. made the rail cars and the, and the trucks. But then they somehow got it that only railroad companies could own energy companies. Mm -hmm. So then they started, so then it's like, so then it grew. Then they started buying up all the banks and then gave out banks. So if you trace back everything right now, um, the Pesor family trust to this day still controls 300 of the 500 uh, uh, corporations on, on the S&P and also owns almost everything uh, on the stock exchange. The Pacer Family Trust apparently right now is worth $23 quadrillion. Quadrillion, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. And that, that's crazy. You know, like I saw some court documents that got uh, released. At, at, uh, so there's like uh, the Pacer Trust was divided up into like three different factions or something right. and then like court documents came out showing like the the holdings of one of them um and it was like uh you know we're talking like carnegie steel we're talking standard oil general motors right. Exxon, you know like Exxon. general motor right um it's just it's like, unbelievable. and that's only a yeah. third of them yeah. and here's the thing though this is how they do it it's the whole shell company thing that's going to mm -hmm. bring down the clintons i hope but it's more like so all these companies that we see you know uh a lot of food companies, you know, I mean, every, every, they also have, they also own a lot of the satellites mm. and, uh, yeah. you know, almost all our grid is owned by their PG and E. Yeah. I mean, you know, if there's yeah. a, they own Heinz, they own, yeah. you know, yeah. but the thing is that it comes out of this trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, the public think that there's a CEO and a board of directors. Well, that CEO and board of directors work for this trust. Mm -hmm. And so all these people, they still are owned by basically the French royal family. And they own the, um, they own the Fed. They're the top mm -hmm. of the, the food chain of the Fed. And people say, well, why are the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers or the Astors or anyone, the Kennedys, the least? Because of their bloodline, the Pacers are, they, they are at the top. They are, it's like a cult. And when it says like they all feed the eye, um, I believe the I is this family. That, that is not their, like I say to everyone, like we don't have to debate it. It's not their last name. The point is that they own America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, yeah, own, totally. they own all our mortgages. Yep. All of our, all of our, uh, you know, it's their new constitution that made it yeah. that we have social security numbers and our social security numbers are basically account tax accounts for them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. and all of this goes back to that it, act of eighteen seventy one, and then these people are the same people with Jekyll Island and the Titanic, who then started the Fed, then started yes. the IRS, and then you see how much they started. Otherwise, they, mm -hmm. they own all the railroad companies. So Southern Rail Railroad is all them, to this day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to this day. And, then, so and the crazy part is that they leased out everything. Mm -hmm. So it looks like these companies are individual companies. They're not. They're this one gigantor trust that owns America, period. Period. And then, so how does that tie into, uh, so seed and company, C-E-D-E and uh, company? Columbus. Yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, that's where I was going to go. So anyway, from my research, and everyone yeah. should research it themselves for sure because it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, basically, so you know that uh, Bush is a blood, uh, I don't know if you know, but mm-hmm. Bush is also a bloodline. Uh, his father had a lot to do with Operation Paperclip. And, uh, you know, the Nazis uh, really behind Hitler were also the bloodline families, all wars. But um, Israel, everything. But uh, basically... Um, it was 99-year leases on these railroads, and the railroads include all the electric companies and all companies that are on 100 acres north and south of the railroad. So think about that. They own all that. Yeah. So anyway, when the leases went up, it was uh, 1993, and who was in office? George H.W. Bush. And George H.W. Bush ran one of their banks in Houston. And George H.W. Bush's bank got sucked up by the pastor, sucked up, sucked up again, became Nations Bank, and then Bank of America. So what they established then, that there was the um, uh, deposit trade, the deposit, uh, what is it, deposit transfer company? DTCC. So basically what they did was they put all of the holdings of this trust in two places. One of it was in the stock market under this, the DTCC is the only only organization that can trade on the stock market, mm-hmm. but they have a shell company, a corporation called Seed and Company. Mm-hmm. Well, all of this, all of these companies that they own that trade on the stock market, they own outright, and they own them in a shell corporation called Seed and Company. Mm-hmm. You would think that it would be Seed, S-E-E-D, mm-hmm. because it's a positive thing, yeah. but it's Seed, C-E-D-E, mm-hmm. because what you don't know when you're buying stock is that the minute that you sign the paperwork for an IPO, Seed and Company owns your company. And this has been going on and nobody says anything because nobody knows because they can't be audited because Holder gave them the ability and other people, but Holder most recently, that they are self-regulated mm-hmm. organizations. Mm-hmm. So Seed and Company, the Fed, DTCC, are, they can't be audited. They are self-regulating. So... Anyway, so that's Seed and Company is all their holdings on Wall Street, and now everyone else's too. They own about 90% of everything being trade, traded on Wall Street, and then the common folk, or the 1%, maybe of 10%, and all of us have nothing because it's all owned by this company once you yeah. sign it off. Right. And then on the other side, they have Galt Industries mm. that, you know, that guys have tried to like knock people off and stuff, so good luck to me. <laughs> but anyway, on the other side, um, they put all the other companies, which are mainly their, um, because they they also created like Ship to Shore Radio. They created um, all of the, like I said, the, they created the, uh, the original CIA was the OSS, which was this the family, this family's um, secret service, basically, for the rail, like railway. Railroad police. That became the CIA. Yeah. You know, so anyway, and they have this Galt Industries that is their, basically their electric and, you know, space. I mean, these people have a lot of access. So when I hear Donald Trump talk about the invisible enemy that you've never heard of, this is who I believe he's speaking about. Mm -hmm. And at this point, the Pesor family is no, I mean, I don't know. It's like I said, it's branched off so many times because the Lewis Cass Pesor that is his trust is in his name. He had daughters. So the names are so, and with these bloodlines, they intermarry to keep the money and a lot of other things. Sure. So it's like, it's, but it is this contingent of people 
that we're talking about that right now control everything on this planet. It's it's like, you know, it's like like Dr. Evil. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like it's Bill Gates and a bunch of Chinese nationals up yeah. there being yeah. like, what next? Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. And they're coming I, after they're coming yeah. after us hard too. Like uh well, well Mel, thank you. I mean that's such good stuff right there. And I really want to encourage everybody to look into that stuff yeah. too. Like it's yeah, crazy. You gotta look for yourself. Yeah, you the, if I'm all by myself, we're in big trouble. Yeah. yeah. Blew my mind. But it's all out there. Yeah. You just have to yeah. dig into it. But of course they don't want to lose it. You know, I believe a lot of their property has been seized already. They really messed up by pulling uh Jeffrey Epstein and non bloodline into their mix because ah. he became a he became the keystone to all of this, uh, and uh, you know, yeah. What, what's that line in uh, in um, in uh, Usual Suspects? The the greatest trick mm. the devil ever pulled <laughs> yes. was convincing people he didn't exist. Yep. 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 Well, he does, yes. and he I think is living at the UN. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, you, uh, speaking about the invisible enemy and, and Trump and all that, um, what do you think about uh, House Resolution 1154? Have you looked into that at all? That's the one that said that uh, basically we're not allowed. Or, oh, it's the it's the Congress formally condemning Q and Q QAnon conspiracy followers. Have you heard about that one at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, all I have to say is, and this is where how I feel about all these people. Uh, the people that are do, uh, condemning uh, the Q, conspir Q conspiracy yeah, yeah. have never even looked at the board. Yep. And yeah. if they had, they're scared shitless. Because my thing is, why aren't they suing people? Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you look at that board and you see Linda Rothschild evil, mm -hmm. yep. and why? Why aren't they suing somebody? Yep. Because yep. it's the Department of Defense. Yep. You know what I mean? I believe that they're getting out in front of the story is what's going on. Mm -hmm. All these Q attacks... These are not, first of all, they're probably, you know, getting calls from them. They're, they're friends at the Rhodes, Rhodes Fellowship or the Council of Foreign Relations or one of these places. And they're saying, you got to write an article about this queue. Well, you know, the truth is any, any person that likes puzzles or information or whatever, if you go onto the QAnon.pub or one of them mm -hmm. and you just peck around, and if you're not looking at it thinking, what the hell is this? Yeah. And not being like, what? You know, then you really, then you are completely, you know, naive. Mm -hmm. And to me, anyone going out there attacking them, like on Congress, you know, they never did that to Antifa or Black Lives Matter or exactly. BBS. <laughs> yep. You know, and, yeah. and QAnon is not, there's not a group. It's a right. board, mm -hmm. you know, totally. it, it's, totally. a, it's a tool. For me, it's a back channel from the military uh, I think it's like the Army of uh, Northern Virginia and some you know, very special folk up there that are dropping down as much as they can for people like us to look at and take the time to look into. Mm -hmm. You know, I never would have if I didn't see all this stuff and I'm thinking, what is that? What is that? Yeah. And then for me, uniquely, I was in L.A. for 15 years and I started seeing And then when the Epstein stuff came out and I had known about a lot of that, and then I started seeing people that I knew and worked with. And, and then, I, you know, the early drops were very heavy on Epstein and the children and Haiti. You know, it didn't become until far later that, that it were, they were unraveling the Russia hoax. This, mm -hmm. uh, that's why I believe that Trump run and, and General Flynn and all these people, this is going to go back to what happened to these children, especially the Haiti children, but what was happening on these islands and all these castles and with the royals and the all of this because that's the worst because you can't come back from that you can't so to me especially them condemning it 
I want to, every single name on there, either they never looked at the board, mm -hmm. you know, or they're guilty. They're guilty. Well, they're guilty because there's no there's no way you can turn a blind eye to anything. This is at this point, it's literally like for the everyday people, it is a willful ignorance. It's absolute emotionally refusing to look at the truth because they simply can't or won't accept it. But the rest of it, right. that's that's on purpose. Like that, there's no coincidence oh, yeah. there. Well, people don't want to believe it. Like I said, people people want to believe people wear blinders. Yep. Look at everyone now. We're walking down the street and I'm thinking, I, I just, I can't believe it at this point because I feel like now most people are wearing the mask just because the other guy. That's totally, you know? it. it's totally. Like, why, why, why? You know, if we don't stop, it's like, um, you know, it's like any, any, you know, revolution, there's always going to be the people that they call crazy in the beginning until everyone's sitting there like, well, we should have done, we should have stood up for ourselves then, you know, and we are. But at, at a lot of personal risk, like, you know, that's why I'm like, don't use my last name. People keep doing it. I'll probably never get a job. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we lost a lot. I feel like this whole thing, like we've all said, has just been an agenda that's been, you know, playing out for years and years and years and years. And this is just kind of like, you know, awakening a lot of people. But but at the at the oh, God, I lose my train of thought. I start getting so worked up yeah, about what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what, yeah, whatever we were saying. Time. Well, we'll good. come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I didn't oh, feel like we were right, well, then I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything. But if we if we are right and we don't say anything, even worse. Yeah. Well, I feel like we lost a lot of ground when we allowed them to mask our kids, and I was saying that leading up to it, because once they get the parents to can literally abuse and pervert our children. We're fucked. We're lost. Yeah. You can't recover from that. There was that time when we were on the, you know, the break the curve for two weeks. Let's just pull our kids out of school. Huh. That they have consistently throughout history. That's what they do. It's about indoctrinating our kids earlier and earlier in the public school system. You know, they wanted to make the the age that we start schooling our kids younger and younger and younger. There's been the huge yeah. push mm -hmm. to completely undo the family, completely, you know, remove God from the lips of, of citizens. And, and so now we've got, you know, this complete like disconnect um, and, and them using our kids against us. Like uh, my daughter last right. week had to write a thousand sentences because I mean, look who I am. Right. So there's no, there's no secret in my house that we don't wear masks. Okay. This, 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 what we're talking about, this is the topic of like 80% of what, unfortunately we don't have a real life anymore. Cause you know, the agenda happens and I have to like no teach does. my kids to pick up the torch when I'm gone. But, um, but so there, there's really no, there's no confusion. Right. But I've got a daughter that's about to be 14 and we've got a family on the street, which is the only family on our street and they're, they're full on maskies and they haven't been allowed to play or interact with any other kids in the neighborhood for all of this six months. This is the family that has repeatedly told my kids, um, that I'm a racist. So that's always Her multiracial kids, by the way. Yeah. Right. I had, right. Exactly. Yeah. They're multiracial kids telling my multiracial kids that I'm a racist. So that's been extra right, fun right. to deal with. No, but, that's um, the lowest common denominator. Oh, I mean, well, I, mean I, I know I'm like the ugliest coming from the mom, but so anyways, I just, you know, but, but my daughter went out on a bike ride, you know, it's been six months and these kids were allowed to come out. They're all masked, right. And goggled up and I'm like, okay, whatever. Huh. So, <laughs> but my kids know that, that we don't do that. Right. So, but my daughter went on this bike ride and she comes back and I find out because I have like the informer, right? I have a younger kid than her who's like the little mud mixer. <laughs> and mud thank, mixer. thank goodness. But so he comes back and says, like, do you know that she was, you know, masked up on this bike ride? And um, it comes down to this, right? She's at that age where she totally knows it's not acceptable. She fully understands the truth, right? I mean, there's, there's no, like I say, we, I've, we've talked about this. And yeah, right. here she is. She just wanted to fit in. 
and right. be on and be cool, right? She wants to be cool in her mask. So we had right. to have her. I had to have her teach herself. So she, we had a thousand and eight sentences last week. Good for I you. Good for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, because that's you, a fourteen-year-old girl. Someone will pull her off of her bike. You know what I mean? She's not. She's not. Th this whole masking too—that's a whole other thing that feeds into the pedophilia, that feeds into the trafficking, that feeds in the victimization right. of her kids. Because you don't see, you can't now. You can't identify anyone who's messing with them, and you don't even right. know which kid was nabbed. So I'm not right, having right. it. You know? Right. So. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And like here, walking down the street, you don't know. You don't. It's impossible to tell. Yeah. Like if somebody is stalking, like is like looking at you, and you can't you can't yeah, read you can't anyone even anymore. Read facial expressions. Yeah. And that's how kids right. were, I mean, we crazy. all, but, but, but kids who are like really trying to like become human beings and be grounded into their psychology and feel safe in their environment, right. even infants, right? That's a huge thing. Like when you have babies, like I used to do foster care and that was a big thing they taught us. Like you have to make okay. eye contact with these, or you have to make expressions and sing and let your mouth do different things because they are learning to attach and connect that way. They're learning to right. relate to their environment and they're learning how to be accepted in their social um, situations. And, and you right. just have like this complete perversion of it. It just, it hurts me and it blows my mind. But also I'm like, you know, like my kids didn't go back to school this year and they probably never will again. We're not masking well, our kids. That's not. I know. I, 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 if I had kids, I would be homeschooling no, them yeah, right now. Absolutely. I mean, you have the time. But, you but know, uh, yeah, I mean, also my sister is, uh, she's 14 year old twin girls and they too, like some of their teenage friends are so rabidly hating Trump. So And just so. eating all of the, what they're hearing and seeing and. You know, and it's just like, she's like, she's worried about some of these kids. They're so filled with hate and vitriol yep. for for Trump and she, or for all people on the right. Yeah. And like, they do the same thing. They yep. don't, like my mom's like, oh my God, you got to tell her that, that she's got to knock that off or whatever. And she's like, mom, I can't, you know, they, I can't talk about Trump in front of my friends. She's 14. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's what my daughter tried. She's like, but she's like, it wasn't a big deal. It was just all of us. And I, I literally was like. I taught you to be a goddess. So stand up in your power and stand up for what's right and go write a thousand sins. <laughs> that was like literally how it went. And so it took two and a half days. We got it done. Yeah. But you're a good mom. Yeah. You know, there's too many. That's the other thing about homeschooling. Like how many parents are keeping up on it? Because you, you need both yeah. involved. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna, they're going to have a generation. I mean, a generation, they already do. But look at this. You know, kids, this is so bad. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? And people are still paying full price for college. Are you kidding me? college as far as i'm concerned are they yeah. kidding yeah. it's over for that yeah. who's yeah. these people are, i mean i heard columbia is still charging 60 grand a year for, for remote college wow that's insane Crazy. that's insane but people will pay it just to have the just to have a degree that totally. says that that yeah. they probably can't use yeah. anyway right totally. that's it Dude, wow! What a great, great time, dude. You got some Mel, I want to. I want to just ask at the end of uh, one of the interviews I listened to recently. You said, uh, you know, you believe that these people are are going to be shown. Like this is, they're yeah. going to, we're going to these. They're going to be exposed. They're going to be exposed. Like, yeah, how do you see this happening? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I look yeah. around and I see, I see people masking all over the place. I, I mean, I don't see. I've lost some hope recently. Give us some hope, Mel. Give us some hope, Mel. Some hope. Mel. Oh, I will give you some hope. Uh, <laughs> first of all, um, I do believe that uh, at least three big arrests have happened. And, and a friend of mine that's in the military has confirmed to me that people have honestly been taken to Gitmo, uh, people that we want there. Yeah. So that has happened. But it's even bigger than that. I, I, I really do think that um, when the Epstein stuff hits, it is going to blow people's minds. 
and because they've been whitewashing it and they're just trying to wait it out, yeah. get Joe Biden in there and then squash the Epstein files. What went on on this island and the kind of money that they were investing in, in you know, experimentation on humans, in human international human trafficking, in baby farming, yeah. in all this stuff, you guys, when it, it is not forgivable on this planet, right. yeah. a lot of these crimes. Sure. Yes. And a lot of these people that were involved are so high up that we were told that they were all good. And the evil that they've committed over the over time, uh, it has to be exposed or it'll never go away. Yes. Um, I do. I feel I feel bad because I know Trump knows everything. And, you know, General Flynn uh, being uh, when he's finally free, then I'll take it. When I see that his case is dropped and he's vindicated, you can take a deep breath because <laughs> that's why they're keeping him silent. Because he knows, he knows what it was on that Wiener laptop, and a lot of people mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And it's bad, and yeah. it's real. I mean, it's bad. Oh, These yeah. people will not recover. And you know what? Like I keep telling people, please don't think that nothing's happening. Harvey Weinstein, Claire Bronfman, Ed Buck, uh, Bill Cosby. Um, uh, Epstein, all these people, the Dubins probably, but also there's, there's a lot of people, I can't say their names, but that you want to be arrested that really have been, and they're talking, you know, uh, you got to remember once these people, you know, are in jail and all they're doing is negotiating where they're going to spend the rest of their lives yeah. if they get that opportunity. So there are a lot of people in custody right now fighting for themselves. And that's why, you know, um, I think the minute uh, General Flynn is released and God willing, um, so is uh, Julian Assange mm -hmm. is a very big part of this. Oh, yeah. sure. His whole thing is very confusing to me. I, I kind of feel like we're watching a movie, but I don't know for sure. But um, once he and General Flynn are vindicated, uh, game on. And, and honestly, I, I don't see how they cannot release a lot of the stuff about Joe Biden and have people vote. I think that that's horrible. There's a lot about Joe Biden that we don't know yet. And if they don't release it before the election, I don't see how the election can come. That mm -hmm. seems like a crime against the American people just got not giving up the information no, that a, they have. There's a federal investigation that opened up against him today, oh, yeah, allegedly sure. from some sources. Some, of course, on Twitter, there are all the other sides saying, no, it's not true. But of course, I, know. You know what I mean, so whatever. That's <laughs> cool, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. I can't get enough of it. I know. So speaking of, Mel, how do we find you? If, okay, if, well, if you want I'm, to be found, uh, I'm that trying is. to work on a website and YouTube channel, but I'm slow. So uh, Impulsive Woman at Twitter. My website is Manic in Manhattan. And, uh, you know, I do I do our shows and everything. But the best place is uh, Impulsive Woman on Twitter. Cool. And uh, you can find me there. I'll share my videos from here or wherever. But uh, I should get up. I have a YouTube channel, Manic in Manhattan, but I'm just starting to build it. So Sweet. Uh, that is where I am. All right. Well, everybody, go support Mel and all her work, man. She's Thank geez, you. She's a go support you guys. Yeah. I'll see you next week. But I'm, I'm available anytime to hang cool. out with wow. you cool cats. Yeah, we, love we love it. it. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much for being here. Oh, Thank you, guys. So well, next time, we'll let the boys talk. Or oh, maybe yeah. we'll just, <laughs> we'll maybe we'll we'll just have them this muted. Was planned this <laughs> it was planned this way. It's great. <laughs> Good. Yay. Awesome. Good night, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much, uh, Mel, for being on here with us. Absolutely incredible to uh, get your perspective and your information. Total, total treat. Um, everyone, amazing. I am, yeah, totally amazing. Yeah, totally Just a beautiful blew human. Blew my so, mind. So intelligent, so well-spoken and, and well-researched. So um, anyway. Look into this stuff, folks. Yeah, please, sure. do, please do, please do. All right, well, everybody, I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. We wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. Bam. Pew. Pew. <laughs> <laughs>